BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's our number three of a football Friday. Live right here on SportsGrid. It's the early line. Setting the stage for your holiday weekend. Today is Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve. Tomorrow is Christmas Eve, Eve. A doubleheader of NFL action. Sunday is Christmas Eve. And then Christmas Day on Monday. Yes, a football Friday. We welcome you to our number three. I am Ben Stevens. He is Donnie Wrightside. But Christmas also reserved for action in the association. A five-game slate. We will look at right now. Our sports professor, Rick Horo, is here to talk about whatever he's here to talk about. What are the ratings like on a holiday weekend across sports? And then Donnie and I will set the stage for a huge weekend ahead that starts on this Friday. Some NBA games to handicap, some college basketball to look at. Bowl season back in a big way, both tonight and tomorrow with six FBS bowl contests on a Saturday. And then, of course, we will set the stage for Saturday Sunday and Monday with our week 16 pick six live right here on the early line. It's going to be a good hour coming up here. And I believe Madonna said it best, Ben, when she said holiday, it would be so nice. There you go. So let's get after it, man. Wow. That was, about that? you got a falsetto. I didn't know you could reach. That's a level of pitch that I didn't know Donnie right side could get it's to perfect. again. My co- if I have war- learned one thing here in 2023, since we joined up on the early line, it's that you've got some pipes that rival the best of them out there, whether it's laying down a track yeah. or singing for a best yep. bet or just quoting Madonna randomly to start off hour number mm-hmm. three here on this Football Friday. Donnie's got you covered. We welcome in our Sports Grid Radio audience here to our third and final hour of this Friday here on TEL, Sirius XM Channel 159. All of our radio terrestrial affiliates now in the fold as well. Thank you for joining us on this Football Friday with a short aside from a Football Friday. There's three NFL games on Christmas, a triple header. There's a quintuple header. That means five games on your Christmas Day slate in the NBA, which is always been a holiday tradition it starts inside madison square garden between the knicks and the bucks there are 10 teams of course in a five game christmas day slate playing in the nba seven of those 10 teams play on saturday as well but only one game is a rematch what are we doing adam silver in madison square garden on saturday we're gonna see the knicks in the bucks that face off against one another again on christmas i thought it was supposed to be special i spoke i thought it was supposed to have magic behind it what are we doing donnie a rematch within 72 hours of one another that's like Broadway, though, sometimes. You got to have that soft opening, oh, Ben. You got to run it point. through, make sure it gets up to par, point. and then you get really get after it on Christmas Day. So you have the understudies maybe play on Saturday there, and then these superstars show up here for Christmas Day. That's a good point, obviously, in New York City, to make that comparison inside the mm-hmm. world's most famous arena, inside Madison Square Garden. But because of that, we were so offended. Both John Shames and Joe Frizo behind the scenes said, hey, we're cutting you out of our four-poll option on mm. Twitter at SportsGridTV. Which NBA Christmas Day matchup are you most excited for in most of the public, Donnie? Going with one of the oldest rivalries in the association. Renewed this year, the Lakers and the Celtics on Christmas out in Los Angeles. It tips off around 5 p.m. Eastern time, sandwiched right in the middle of that five-game NBA Christmas Day slate. That's where the public is going. 
Yes, and rightfully so, right? Again, it's a historic robbery, makes some sense. And also now, after the commercial break, gaining some steam here, Ben. 52% we're up to now, and the Warriors wow. and the Nuggets drop to it. How about this? Warriors Nuggets, 16% even. Sixers Heat, 16% even. Maverick Suns, 16% even here. So it's sort of lining up as it's a runaway favorite for the Celtics and the Lakers here. That line actually sits as the Lakers only getting two points here. So I know we won't be here on Christmas Day for the show, but who's not taking the C's, baby? Back to C's minus two to hammer LeBron James. Come on. The Boston Celtics are the best team in the NBA through this quarter poll and now even further beyond that as we get ready for Christmas. The Lakers, though, have already won a championship this year, the first ever in-season tournament NBA Cup. But since that point, Donnie, they are losers of five of their last six. Last night did cover as an eight-and-a-half-point road favorite in the Twin Cities against the Timberwolves, who have the best record in the Western Conference as we get ready for Christmas. No LeBron James in the game, but AD played and gave you 30-plus points. The Lakers have lost five of their last six since winning the NBA Cup, but only a two-point number. The Lakers, before they head back home to take on the Celtics on Christmas Day, do have a final leg of their road trip in Oklahoma City on Saturday. I would expect the Lakers to be at full strength, maybe not for Saturday night in OKC, but Monday on Christmas in Los Angeles. So much so. Things are so bad for the Lake Show, Donnie. Following the in-season tournament championship, Anthony Davis said Monday against the Boston Celtics is a must-win. Hmm. Should be a must win there. That's what you have to do. You got to sort of prep it and say, we have to get outside the in-season tournament and start backing up what we did. We hung one championship. We want to hang another. We're not contempt at this point here hanging around. But by the way, we take a look at some of these other games on Christmas Day. 76ers, it's cold in the Northeast, Ben, right? You know, it's like, ooh, the holidays are coming around. What better way to spend your holiday than down on South Beach, which means... You're probably not hanging in before this game. You are hanging Hey-o. out at some clubs having fun. The South Whoa. Beach flu kicked in and away. You go. What was that? Where were we at there? It's a blink. What is this? The ring? What, what show are we doing here? You just get that little boom. Mesmerize somebody behind the scenes. Who was that? That was Rick, that was Rick Horro. You started talking about a little fun you could have in wow. South Florida, and they wanted to pop him on just to let him know. Wow! Oh goodness, yeah. that really caught me off guard. I was not expecting that. Not expecting that, Donnie. It's a good point though. A lot of fun and festivities down in South Beach, even on mm-hmm. Christmas Day or Christmas Eve. Now, there is a theory, right? Slow starts in the first game, that noon Eastern tip on the Christmas Day slate, a five-game NBA Christmas Day slate. The Bucks, though, one of the best over teams in the NBA. 19 overs for Milwaukee. Not last night against Orlando, but still a ton of overs for the Bucks. They play the Knicks. The total not out yet. Milwaukee booked as a three-point favorite. Donnie, would you lean over under for that opener of the Christmas Day slate inside MSG? Oh, we're going unders all over the place, man. Stop it. The early game in Christmas Day, stop it. That's a stone-cold under at that point, yeah. All right. And it might even be inflated given how many overs the Bucs have played this year. So I'm going to give you some picks here for this game, for this Christmas Day slate. Bucks, Knicks, under. Nuggets covering as a five-point home favorite, despite the fact Golden State is the only team that plays on Christmas against the team that played on Saturday. Golden State not going to cover in Denver. Give me the Celtics laying two on the road. Give me the Sixers still, even after partnering it up in South Beach on Christmas Eve. Mavs, Suns, I'm out. I'm not watching that game. You saw them already. Here's the sports professor, Rick Horro, next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Our two favorite games on the early line. Where in the world is our sports professor, Rick Horo? What in the world is our sports professor, Rick Horo, going to say? We welcome him on to this Friday, though, here on TEL. And, Rick, tell the people where you are. Where are you celebrating this Christmas weekend? Hola, mi amigo. Uh, hola, mi right side. Uh, I'm in uh, Haco Beach, Costa Rica. I am doing a, a documentary on the Costa Rican deep sea fishing industry. Well, not all oh, of that. I'm learning how to play man. soccer. I'm, I'm with uh, the family of a superstar, played for the Costa Rican national team. So I'm going to be back as a better soccer player and have some better perspective wow. as well. And then wow. when I read about the Dodger signing of the pitcher, Baseball is going to be extinct in 10 or 15 years anyway, so I might as well, oh. I might as well learn how to play something else. We should ask Good you morning. how that's even possible, and maybe we will later on in this segment. Mia right side, by the way, that would mean my right side. Donnie Rick is taking ownership and possession <laughs> of you. That's pretty. I'm second thought. Cancel, cancel that. On second thought, cancel yeah. that. Right side, you're on your own. All right, you're, you're a free yeah. agent. You do whatever you want to do. I will never control you. Hope there's, you have a translator down there, Rick. All right. Anyway, I thought, <laughs> I thought today for sure yeah. Rick Cora was going to be at a board of trustees meeting in Tallahassee <laughs> trying to stock up on those legal fees as Florida State has begun the process, according to reports, to explore how they can get out of the ACC. Yeah. Now, Rick, unlike other conference realignment we have seen in the last three years in college football, in college athletics, something the ACC has that not many other leagues did is a large standing grant of rights in the conference that runs through 2035-36. So, legally, is Florida State even able to get out of the grant of rights deal with the ACC, and what would that look like? Here's my basic answer to all of your legal questions. With good lawyers on either side, it's always possible. You just got to pay them a lot. But I'm serious about the way conferences have structured their grants of rights deals. As they redo their contracts with more and more teams allowed in, the grants of rights become more difficult to get out because everybody realizes that they need more protection against conference musical chairs. So without going through the specific language of the ACC, it's not easy. you got to pay your way out. But as with coaches, as with NIL, if you have somebody on the other side that's willing to match those dollars, then the financial group figure out how to exchange one pot of money for the other, and they can combine, start the proceedings, get the legalities going, and buy your way out. Now, we'll tell you this. If FSU succeeds, and by the way, they have all the incentive right now to try to do it, you know, given you know what they think has happened to them this year. Everybody around the country, not just in the ACC, is going to watch this result. Rick, from your point of view, do they have a legitimate chance to get over on this one, or is this one they're trying to exploit a loophole, put some pressure on the ACC, where they say, okay, you guys got us here, we'll let you go for free. What's the legalities here on them actually getting out of this without paying a hundred-plus million-dollar fee? Mm. Again, it's with lawyers, it's all about exploiting loopholes. So I'm not sure that's a negative. But uh, and, uh, you know, Ben is smiling because he understands what I'm meaning. And so do you. But the bottom line is the longer and the easier it is to make a case that this is indeed possible, the more leverage they do have. And as we both know and all know, life is all about leverage. So if you end up with a legitimate claim or even close to a legitimate claim and you know you're going to tie something up in court, 
this. States, uh, remember what the state politicians have said. We got hosed, you know, so they're going to try to spend as much money as they can to defend their honor. Uh, and so look for this to be a protracted fight. And again, who are the winners here? The lawyers. Yes, sir. The, the lawyers, lawyers are certainly the winners. Those billable hours, baby, they're going to be big at this board of trustees meeting today in Tallahassee. I will say this, to Donnie's point, Florida State is going to have to ante up. It is probably going to be $100 million at bare minimum. Reports have speculated $120 million to the buyout of the longstanding grant of rights deal the ACC has. But there are some loopholes, like if conference membership dips below 14 teams, if FS you with all of its frustration can convince others to leave then they might be able to renegotiate the large standing grant of rights deal with ESPN their television partner that's for a later date Rick let's dive into this Christmas weekend you'll be in Costa Rica watching the fun football festivities back here stateside in the NFL week 16 calendar spread out over four dates we had the first game up on Thursday to start off week number 16 we have a doubleheader tomorrow on a Saturday a full Sunday slate and then a Christmas day triple header seven standalone games for that NFL product to shine over this holiday weekend Rick what does the National Football League expect the TV audience numbers to look like around this Christmas holiday I'm in the 15 to 20 million average and maybe a little bit more uh, the NFL has done a very good job of at least neutralizing the NBA uh, quadruple header that everybody's promoted on Christmas yeah. Day and expanding it. they have more days running around the streets of Hako uh, to uh, talk about people learned how to pronounce the word. Everybody pointed me to colorful birds, and I can't find Peacock here. So my Dolphins uh-huh. will take care of business, and I can't even get the other game that's important to me. You don't care about that. You care about the other 20 or 25 million people are going to watch these games on a regular basis. But from right. Thursday night all the way through Monday, as normal, the NFL controls the industry. Now, Rick, we don't like to pay for more football if we already pay cable bills and YouTube bills and all that good stuff here. But they're trying something interesting on Peacock for the fourth quarter yeah. going commercial free. Now, having said that, if it turns out the way it's supposed to, I don't mind chipping in every single weekend to pay not to watch commercials. What is the NFL trying to do with that? And could this catch on where they would pay for that? And yes, that bird in the background, he wants to know the answer as well. Is that a peacock? <laughs> you like you like the bird in the background. Uh, yeah, I understand. Thank you very much for for giving me a little latitude on this set down here. Uh, bottom line is, is right that now? this is another example of the NFL looking at what everybody else does on social media and content. You know how many shows are streamed, and you have an option to push a button and says, you know, for premium service, you get no commercials. Well, they're going to test it out with the NFL as well. And the you know, Peacock is the NFL as well as Amazon, the kind of laboratories for all of this. That doesn't mean we're going to it tomorrow. It just means that the NFL will look at this as another opportunity to make even more money if they want this yeah. service as a premium service. Right now, the premium service, I'm running around and uh, news bulletin, really difficult to get Peacock in Costa Rica, just so you know, in case you're planning to come down yeah. here uh, to watch the Bills game. Yeah, sorry about that one for you, Rick. But the NBA has been playing on Christmas. We have the five-game NBA Christmas Day slate. They've been playing on jolly old St. Nick's Day since their inaugural NBA season in 1946-47. So, Rick, rather simply, is the NBA mad at the NFL for its expansion into Christmas Day? Rather simply, who cares? I mean, the bottom line is the NBA can be mad. But they also went up 26% in their regular season viewing because of that in-season tournament. You see the games on the slate. They're big games. It's usually now transition between the let's get by the first couple of weeks and the ones where we start the season. So they're not really going to be mad about this. They're just going to take it and understand the NFL is the big sheriff in town. They're just a little sheriff. Rick, normally we give you about 40 seconds to Uh, filibuster and take us to the break. But with the Peacock chirping back there with the set behind you you should have upgraded for the higher wi-fi package in your airbnb in costa rica i think i gotta cut you my friend have a wonderful christmas holiday though down there in costa rica sorry you won't be able to watch bill's chargers tomorrow night 
That's always a fun time when Rick Hoyle is get, here. I don't get to follow. close. No, get him out. Bye. Joe, Thanks. cut him. Joe, we don't need to toss to him. We're good. See you later, Rick. Have a good, good. Christmas holiday. Happy Sports holiday. handicaps Happy all holiday. around space. Who knows? Next on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. A short six-game slate in the NBA on this Friday evening. Bowl season continues on this Friday as well. Conference action in college basketball continues to go. And we have six FBS Bowl games on a Saturday, Christmas Eve Eve. A ton of handicapping to do here with the two premier NBA handicappers on this network, myself, Ben Stevens, and Donnie Wrightside. We start in the association. A three-and-a-half-point spread in. Sacramento tonight as the Kings welcome in the Phoenix Suns. The over-under, 242 and a half. Phoenix, the underdog. Again, that would probably say that one of the big three is not playing. If not two, more than likely Bradley Beal out for this game with an ankle injury. Yeah, it looks like it's Booker and Durant will be in the lineup, but no Nurkic here. looks like the anticipated starting lineup would Mm. be Booker, Allen, Little, Durant, and Eubanks tonight here. So simple for me for the Phoenix Suns who haven't gotten it together yet. I'm still going to go Sacramento Kings on this one, continuing on their homestand here, favored by about three and a half points. Probably that might rise a little bit later today, depending if we get anybody from Sacramento sitting out. I don't know why they would because they're not on a back-to-back. Give me the home team. Give me the Kings here. And why not? Let's press it to the over. 244. Yeah, we're to get some points in this game what do you say ben uh booker goes for 31 durant goes for 34 yep. they still get beat because they get no other help here because they're missing their other third superstar let's go kings tonight i hear it completely agree and donnie if we're going to see points then let's go look at one of my favorite props that is out there like tyrese halliburton for indiana when the offense is flowing it's demontis sabonis for sacramento pra points rebounds and assists 41 and a half for doma tonight against the phoenix suns now for phoenix things have gotten a little bit precarious they've lost seven of their last 10 games they've only covered once in this 10 game span sacramento not a great favorite they are nine and ten against the number booked as the favorite side this year sacramento lost outright as a favorite against the clippers earlier this week as well at home in sacramento or excuse me against the boston celtics earlier this week at home in sacramento and it was the first time the seas had been booked as an underdog all year Boston won by 25, even without Jason Tatum in the lineup. So Sacramento, not a great favorite, 9 and 10 against the number. But again, to see Phoenix as an underdog in this spot with the absence more than likely of Bradley Beal, we look to the other side. The Kings bouncing back, laying three and a half. And I love the PRA bet for DeMontis Sabonis tonight. Six-game slate in the association. Again, we're at a stage right now for Detroit. Just quickly want to hit on this here. They've lost 25 games. The Pistons do not play tonight they play tomorrow against the Brooklyn Nets with one more loss in a row that would tie a single season record in the NBA for most consecutive losses at 
26. Brooklyn in action, though, tonight at home. They're a four-and-a-half-point underdog, Donnie, against the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, and again, let's spend a moment. Forget about capping the game tonight. The Detroit Pistons, right, Ben? We talked about the game yesterday and what a big importance that was because it is embarrassing for the organization, for the fans, for the players, and for the coaches there. I'm surprised. they Like, that's a kitchen sink game last night that you must win. Who knows how long this is actually going to go because it's unfathomable in this day and age in the NBA where we talk about games like last night where they line up and say, this is the game you're supposed to win. Back-to-back, you're at home, you're rested, nobody injured, get after it and win this because the other team is going to struggle. And the fact of the matter is I kept checking the score like, oh, Detroit's got that early lead, Ben, and then gave it away and pretty much a wire-to-wire victory for the Utah Jazz. Yeah. Could, could we actually be looking 35 40 game losing streak here because you even I asked mean, the question before. I think it was one of our, you know, topics was they're going to have a losing December. Like, no, there's like, you know, 10 games left. There's no way they're going to do that sooner yeah. or later. They're going to play a team on a back to back. And now we sit here on the 22nd of December. Yeah, they're going to have a losing December. Will they now have a losing January? It's incredible. Yeah, it is really wild. Last night had all the makings. Detroit even ended as a point-and-a-half, two-point home favorite inside Little Caesars Arena to pull off the win and snap the 24-game skid that now stands at 25. Maybe they can take advantage of Brooklyn on the second leg of a back-to-back. The Nets have been great as an underdog this year. By the way, Philadelphia in action tonight, an eight-point home favorite. Joel Embiid, now the Mm -hmm. NBA MVP frontrunner, 35-and-a-half the points prop. Might not be enough. Tyrese back. 26 and a half love the look there the final game for philly by the way before a few days off they play on christmas in south beach against miami the heat tonight a one and a half point home favorite against the atlanta hawks the total 237 you play the hawks you play a lot of overs i would keep an eye on that some great top 25 tilts in college basketball tonight as well Mm. conference action some places rivalries in other for instance the border rivalry between illinois and missouri tonight a six and a half point spread i believe the game is being played in kansas city between the tigers and the illini a six and a half point number in favor of illinois here's a big east battle for two teams that started off losing their opening Big East game. Marquette was on the road in Providence. Providence's former head coach, Ed Cooley, now at Georgetown. The Hoyas are going to struggle. The Golden Eagles expected to bounce back tonight back in Milwaukee, Donnie. They're booked as a 17-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, which means you take a look at that 150-and-a-half number. We know Marquette is a very good offensive team. They didn't play all that good offense in their last game. This is a big-time bounce-back spot before the holiday here and a Big East tussle. And as you said, both of these teams did lose their last game, looking to get back on the right side tonight. That's definitely going to be Marquette. I don't know if I want to lay that many points, but if they do win by margin, they're probably going to hit that total as well. So find themselves well into the 80s. By the way, not Kansas City, Missouri for that matchup between the Illini and the Tigers in St. Louis, Missouri between Illinois and Missouri tonight. How about Maryland trying to get off the schneid? Two teams struggling this year. The Terrapins and the Bruins of UCLA facing off late night in Pauley Pavilion as well. Taking a look at the slate tomorrow in college basketball, FAU Arizona really highlights things. It should be a great game. That game tipping out in Las Vegas and some Big East battles that go up and down the slate before the Christmas break comes in college basketball. College football rolls on on this Friday in bowl season as well. A game I cannot wait to bet. In fact, I've already bet UCF's team total to the over 35 and a half. The total on the rise, 64 and a half just a few days ago, Donnie. Now 66 and a half for the Gasparilla Bowl tonight in Tampa between UCF and Georgia Tech. Now a five and a half point number in favor of the Knights. And by the way, I don't have the game pulled up in front of me on the FanDuel Sportsbook, but if there's Please. one bet I do want to have, is John Reese Plumley is playing tonight, is that correct, for UCF? Yeah, Jerp, Jerp is out there. He is expected to get the start, and his numbers are all the way up. What's his rushing number? Let me let me lay it down. 50, What's he got for rushing tonight? 59 and a half. Earlier in the week, it was oh, 55 and a half. Yeah. yeah, he's got that by the half. That's my bet tonight. Let's Easy. go, John Reese Plumley. Come on now. Listen, yep. R.J. Harvey, 
The running back for UCF as well, 104 and a hook was his number all the way up to 116 and a half. It makes sense. Georgia Tech is the third worst rushing defense in the country. Central Florida is the fourth best rushing offense in the country. Now, Georgia Tech has been fantastic as an underdog this year. Six and two against the spread. The only two non-covers for the Yellow Jackets came against Ole Miss and Clemson. Georgia Tech covered against Georgia in its more, most recent game. I think it's difficult tonight for what UCF should look to do on the ground. And I think we see some points as well at 66 and a half. Mm-hmm. Yes, then that's the way to go here. And also watching Plumley. The tough part about college football and people that bet it all the time obviously know this. You get the running quarterback here. You just don't hope he takes that yeah. 10 or 11 yard sack two or three times in a game because Plumley has a legitimate chance to run for over 100. Look, at 67, close to a total in this game. There is going to be offense, and Plumley is going to be a big reason why. Maybe look at the anytime touchdown market, maybe multiple touchdowns for John Reese Plumley tonight. When you look at those anytime TD props for this game between the and the Yellow Jackets, R.J. Harvey, minus 490. Jerp, John Rice, Plumley minus 115, a much better number. All right, let's spin it around. Tomorrow's college football bowl slate, Donnie. It starts at noon Eastern time. A doubleheader of games to get things going. Six in total tomorrow. The Camellia Bowl between Northern Illinois and Arkansas State. A three-point spread in favor of Arkansas State. A total of 54 and a half. And Troy versus Duke, mm-hmm. a seven and a half point number in favor of the champions out of the Sun Belt. But there is so much turnover for both of those two teams, Donnie, the Blue Devils and Troy. John Sumrall, the former head coach at Troy, now the head coach at Tulane. Of course, Mike Elko making the move to Texas A&M. Grayson Loftus will get the start for Duke, not uh, Riley Leonard, not Henry Bielen, who we saw throughout this year. Loftus did, though, start the final four games of the year for the Dukies. Yeah, exactly. If we were looking at a situation where typically it's Troy who would have their head coach and their full team going up against Duke, whose head coach left, and it's a Division One opponent in the ACC, why do they care about playing Troy? The motivational factor for me would be towards Troy. But now I flip back to Duke here and say, I'll just take the touchdown here and see where it lands. There's still ACC team there, and also both yeah. teams at a disadvantage with their head coaches. Just give me the points in that game. Completely so, Donnie. And Duke has relied mm-hmm. on the defense. They'll have to stop Kamani Vidal, who is the running back for Troy, one of the best in the country. If they can do that, I would also take a look at that total. A couple of other bowl picks from me tomorrow. I've been saying six bowl games. I'm wrong. Seven FBS bowl games on Ugh. Christmas Eve, Eve, including capped off by the Hawaii Bowl late night. Normally a game played on Christmas Eve or even Christmas Day. San Jose State, a nine and a half point favorite against Coastal. The Spartans found something in Mountain West play. Keep an eye on Chevin Cordero and San Jose State covering even that big number. And Northwestern should not be this large of an underdog against Utah. It was seven and a half. It's been bet under. Now it's six and a half. Northwestern has had very little roster attrition. Utah has had wild roster attrition i think northwestern might even win that game outright at plus 195 donnie any bull picks uh no bull picks i'll be watching enjoying and partaking in all the festivities here so that's how i get around it including a saturday nfl doubleheader the pick six is next sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com across america bp supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing jobs like updating turbines at one of our indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The Week 16 Pick 6, live right here on a Football Friday on the early line on Sports Grid as we send you into your holiday weekend. And there is a ton of NFL action for myself, Ben Stevens, and Donnie Wright's side to choose from. Two games tomorrow on a Saturday, a doubleheader on Christmas Eve Eve, a full NFL Sunday slate on Christmas Eve Sunday, a tripleheader of marquee matchups on Christmas Day Monday. A reminder of how the picks six operates we give you first a touchdown score that we like then a money line underdog who is going to keep the game close and maybe even win outright our favorite under of the weekend slate an alternate line that pays out with some plus money our favorite yardage prop for any player that will play in the nfl this upcoming weekend and then we combine forces for a two-leg six-point teaser to round things out donnie take us through your anytime td score to begin we're going to keep it simple here. We're making a comeback here for the playoffs. The status say red hot and keep an eye on this name who I absolutely love tomorrow night. Mm. It's in the Buffalo Bills, Los Angeles Chargers game. That is one Stephon Diggs, one of the elite wide receivers in the NFL. You may have forgotten him. And there you see Santa, Santa Seymour up there, you know, having some fun, handing out gifts with that picture on the monitor, ready to rock and roll. And the gift we're giving out is Stephon Diggs. Anytime touchdown at plus money, plus 120. Don't be surprised if Diggs finds that end zone twice for some extra, extra eggnog tomorrow. Or should I say, yeah, tomorrow, actually. So there you go. Stephon Diggs, let's go. Santa Donnie has convinced me to join him on the ladder up of Stephon yeah. Diggs having a big day, yeah. but it did not take much yep. convincing as I was already going to bet Josh Allen over 241 and a half for his passing yards prop. The Chargers, one of the three worst passing defenses in the National Football League. I have no yep. idea what that defense is going to look like tomorrow. Aiden O'Connell went over that number virtually at halftime last week against LA, and I think Josh Allen reminds people that, hey, I'm not just a bulldozer. I also have a rocket for an arm after only throwing it 15 times, only completing seven passes last week in the route of Dallas for just 94 yards. I swear I'm incredibly, incredibly admirable or I admire the work of our talented graphics producer, Jesse Metzger. But if Donnie is Santa, if I pop up as an elf on the pick six, yes. I'm going That's to be heated. So Did let's show it? us the... Yeah! Yes. Thank you, Donnie. Have fun with the rest of the segment. Screen Have a great shot. Christmas weekend, guys. I'll see you. Elf. He's the end. Now, look, if everybody wants to. Yeah, he shouldn't be against it. And I'm going to let the people know why right now. Elf is a fantastic movie to watch on the holidays. Ben resembles sure a lot like Will Ferrell. It's a fantastic thing all the way through. You know what I mean? For sure. Come on now, Ben. Let's go. I think I have the enthusiasm of Buddy the Elf. No doubt about Santa? it. I watched Elf about a week and a half ago. I loved yeah. it. But let me tell you this. That would insinuate that Donnie is my boss awesome. and I look up to him. That's true. That's what that That's would true. insinuate. Man, and you're Santa's probably saying older than the elf. years. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, I don't know if that's By the true. Way, They're all like super old. Can you actually dress yeah. like that? Is that going to be your dress attire for the college football show tomorrow? Could it be? Maybe. Oh, you probably not bad. I, I did wear an elf hat for a Christmas party once in college. Looked pretty good. I do say so myself. Anyway, here, let me give you this present. Raheem Mostert can <laughs> score an anytime touchdown on Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys. First off, the game features the highest total of week number 16 at 50 and a half. And Raheem Mostert leads the NFL in terms of rushing touchdowns this year, 18 in total. He has scored in all but three games for Miami this season. He has seven rushing touchdowns in the last four games. Raheem Mostert to find the end zone at minus 115. Not a bad price, Donnie, for a guy that leads the NFL in terms of rushing touchdowns with 18 through 14 games this year. Yeah, he should be able to get it done, taking those rest days during the week, Ben. So don't be alarmed that he hasn't practiced yet this week. That's normal for a vet here. He'll get his time in here. And also, behind the scenes, we have some time in this segment. Is there any way to, like, Photoshop Ben as, like, the elf on the shelf as well? Like, let's really have some fun with this segment here and the presents we can hand out. So if you guys are listening back there, give it a shot on that. But I do agree. Raheem Mostert, yeah, let's do it here. He's getting in the end zone. I hate this. All right, Donnie, what's your favorite money line underdog of this upcoming weekend? 
by the battle default here. We talked about this game earlier. This is a terrible game between two terrible teams, but at least I think Sam Howe has a pulse out there on the football field as a quarterback. He'll still be dialing up plays. He has quality wide receivers, and the Jets are that team that is absolutely tanking, which includes putting a quarterback on the active roster that won't actually be playing football. The Washington Commanders pull the, if you want to call it, upset over the New York Jets. I'll take that plus 138. I have no idea how the Jets are laying a single half point to no anybody. Idea. I have no idea how the Jets are a f- field goal favorite against the Washington Commanders, who have actually been a decent underdog this year. 5-4-1 against the spread. This will be game number three for New York this season as a favorite. They're 1-1 one one straight up, 0-1-1 against the number it's got to be Washington outright I just I don't even know why New York the the, the vibes around both teams are not great Ron Rivera's bags are already packed it seems but Eric Bieniemy is still going to let Sam Howell do all that he can offensively yes he was benched last week but it's still his show to figure out what you got everything around the New York Jets is bad it's dismal it's already looking forward to the offseason Donnie we have talked about this game a few times a huge game for both teams that sit in first in their respective South divisions the Jaguars of the AFC South the Buccaneers in the NFC South two teams that enter on very different trajectories Jacksonville has lost three straight Tampa has won three straight including the last two outright as a road underdog well Tampa is back at home as a favorite they're three and one straight up as a favorite this year two and two against the spread Jacksonville has not been good inside Duval County but they are good on the road the Jags both four and one straight up and against the number on the road this year and the question for me Donnie is not (laughs) is Trevor Lawrence going to start and play in this game are you laughing because I'm still an elf it's not nice no did you read the top headline of that graphic though put that graphic no I can't read from here what did it say there you go Donnie's Was that always there or was that a recent addition? I don't know. I I just caught that. So usually I don't pay attention, but yeah, that's good. That's really good. All right. <laughs> All right. I see how it is, Jesse. <laughs> I see how it is, Jesse. <laughs> I don't I really don't want to go through the rest of this I don't care I hope all oh, of these lose and you bet them all anyway Jacksonville no. money line outright because the big question for me is not Trevor Lawrence's status who by the way has started and played in all 48 games of his NFL career if he misses this one it would be the first in his NFL career for a guy that has been always out there and always available the question is can you slow down Baker Mayfield and that tap Tampa Bay offense that has really been playing well in the Jacksonville secondary is not great if they do i think they can win outright all right santa take it away Mm. all right let's do it here let's take a look at the under of the week for me which again normally most people would say like where are we going to start with an over down on south beach not for me people i'm going with the under of the dallas cowboys and the miami dolphins i explained it earlier in the show when you guys were watching along that those offensive lines are really banged up. Those pass rushers on the opposite side are really good here. Both of these teams in desperate need of a win, and should they get it, this is going to stay a little bit under that total. So I'm going to go under the 50 and a half in this game. One of those games where I'll be enjoying going like, hey, go for it on fourth and two down in the red zone, get stopped. Ooh, a field goal feels nice in this situation. Give me the under here when most people, Ben, probably looking towards the over in this one. Since I'm your little helper, you should really be leading Mm -hmm. this segment, but I'll go next, I guess. The New England Patriots team total under 13 and a half on Sunday night. Now, the Pats have gone over this number in two straight games, but they were under in three straight prior. In fact, they were under in all three of those games combined. The total for the game is 34 and a half. The Broncos are a six and a half point favorite. The Broncos, of course, have turned around their season after a one and five start. They've won six of their last eight games and five of those six games, the total stayed under Denver's defense picking it up they got smashed by Detroit last week I think the Broncos respond Mm -hmm. on Sunday night at home in mile high alternate line of the weekend is what Mm -hmm. and by the way when Ben leaves the studio and goes down to the control room don't touch him if you touch the elf on the shelf he loses all his powers so let's get back to football here Stefan Diggs over 100 yards receiving that's an alt line plus 280 here. There you go. So I'm feeling people, people know that, but don't touch Ben. He'll lose all his powers. Just, just remember that. 
plus 280 i agree i already bet it i'm a little bit mad though right now still anyway <laughs> alternate over green bay and carolina 42 and a half at plus 172 santa i'm sorry to disobey your orders i know you like the under in that game of a total at 37 yeah. and a half yeah. but i'm going to take the over of that alt line green bay has gone over in four straight and in five of their last six and i know carolina's offense is inept i know they won their second game of the year by scoring nine points in a torrential downpour last weekend in charlotte but green bay's defense stinks and has not been good the last few years under joe barry many in green bay wisconsin have called for him to be on the out after the end of this season green bay has scored at least 19 points in six straight games that's good they've allowed at least 19 points in six straight games as well that's bad i like the alternate over 42 and a half between the panthers and the packers on sunday favorite yardage prop of the weekend both of us looking at a receiving yards number this was my favorite one of last weekend i'm pretty sure for a saturday in that triple header justin jefferson did go over you think he does the same on Sunday against Detroit. Yeah, and a lot of times you're looking for these if you think that team is going to be the underdog and playing from behind in the fourth quarter, which is what I think the Minnesota Vikings will be doing. I'm going to take Justin Jefferson over 82 and a half receiving yards. Dome, we don't have to worry about any of the weather conditions. Both of these teams should be throwing the football down the field. And if I do think Minnesota is losing, Nick Mullins going to find his way to Justin Jefferson multiple times in this game, including late. I'll go over 82 and a half yeah. yards here for Justin Jefferson. Donnie, the reason I was on this number last week is because when you look at JJ and what he does when fully healthy in NFL games, this number is even a discount. Last week, it was 74 and a half when I bet it closed at 76 and a half. Still a discount. This number is a discount, and they're playing a Lions team that is struggling defensively for the most part. I do think we see some points in that game on Sunday. It's still indoors, even in Minneapolis. I'm looking at Isaiah Likely, the tight end now for Baltimore, over 38 and a half receiving yards. Likely is filled in, of course, for Mark Andrews since he got injured in that Thursday night game against the Bengals. In the three starts that Likely has made, he has been over this number every single time. Last week, he had 70-plus receiving yards for being that leading receiver for the Ravens I expect the game against San Francisco for Baltimore to be playing from behind I think they will air it out I think Isaiah likely can go over a short number of 38 and a half all right Santa lead off our two-leg pick or uh, two-leg six-point teaser here to end out the pick six Carolina Panthers at home feeling the momentum of last week's game getting a victory I'll take the 10 and a half points Ben Three, nine, and two for Carolina as an underdog this year against the spread, booked as a dog in all 14 games, but they have covered in two straight, including an outright victory, or covered in two of their last three, including an outright victory last week against those Atlanta Falcons. I'm going to take the Denver Broncos all the way down to a pick'em price. They're a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Just win the football game at home on Sunday night to stay in the race for that AFC wild card. I think the Broncos do just that. I don't know if they win by a touchdown. They haven't been favored by more than four points this year you guys really go ahead donnie take us a break i got other things to do now as everybody knows with the elf on the shelf you got to move that elf nightly here so he can continue to move around and create the magic of christmas so it looks like ben there has found himself sitting there above the fireplace keeping warm for santa claus fantastic we'll be right back don't go anywhere sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com bp added more than 70 billion dollars to the u.s economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in california and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. 
But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Again, why am I the guy welcoming us back from break when Donnie is Santa mm. and I'm just a measly little elf in the workshop? Mm-hmm. But I guess I'll do it as we round out our three hours together here on this Football Friday on the early line on Sports Grid. I'm the Elf Ben. He's the Santa Donnie. And of course, you can get all of our information and insight always at the Sports Grid app. Available for download at both the Apple and the Play Store or scan that QR code on your screen. As we send people DRS, into the holiday weekend they need one final thing from us a best bet to go into the weekend and enjoy to make up some of that christmas money they shelved out on some gifts and to have a gift of their own so before we say farewell and before we say goodbye it's time for bye 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 donnie what is the best bet for this friday Yeah, for this Friday, it's actually going to roll over into the holiday weekend, which is Saturday, and we're Mm. going to continue to attack that Buffalo-Los Angeles Chargers game. 43.5 as it currently sits here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Ben and I have talked about this ad nauseum. If you saw last week, the one thing I did like out of the Chargers is, even though they're down 40 points, Ben, they didn't just run the clock out. They kept throwing the football. They're in evaluation mode for Easton Stick. They should be able to throw. If they can get double digits, Ben, which means like 14 points in that game, that game's going way over 43.5. That's where I'm going with my best bet tomorrow over Buffalo and and, uh, Los Angeles. I honestly think Buffalo might have a chance to do that by themselves. Mm. No, I don't think Los Angeles is going to give up 63 points in consecutive games, but Buffalo flirting with the high 30s would not surprise me at all. I'll give you a best bet for the Gasparilla Bowl on this Friday night. John Rice, only the quarterback for UCF, ending out a very long tenure in college football, over 59 and a half rushing yards. If you don't like it, how about RJ Harvey over 116 and a half, but it was 104 and a half earlier this week for UCF's running back so that's why I can't recommend it after 12 (laughs) yards of movement he's Donnie right side I'm Ben Stevens we'll let you go on this (laughs) have a very Merry Christmas and happy holidays to all and to all a good night from the Elf on the Shelf (laughs) BP added more than 70 billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022 Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.